This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Pretty awesome story in the New York Post last week. Um, it's a story about, the, the headline said something to the effect of, Crossbred super pigs from Canada poised to invade the United States and wreak environmental havoc and spread disease. And you know what? They're not lying. It's true. We've talked about these wild pigs before, and we know they're in Alberta. Many places in Alberta, Saskatchewan, they're pretty well established, have been for a while now. And once they're established, they're almost impossible to get rid of. But it's only going to get worse, and we need to find a way of solving this. So they're nasty. They're nasty animals, destructive animals, and they spread like wildfire. So uh, where are we? Because uh, we're almost to the end of the province's bounty program. So lots to get into when we talk about wild pigs in the province of Alberta. To help us out, we have Ryan Brook. Or do we have Ryan? Do we, we did have Ryan, right? I didn't hang up on him. He must have hung up, Sarah. Okay. Sarah's going to try and get Ryan back. I'm, I'm not sure what happened there. He was on, he was on the phone board and then he wasn't. So, uh, hopefully, uh, we'll be able to get Ryan back. Um, but like I said, if, if you're just joining us, um, the story in the New York Post, I mean, it, they're, they're a bit of a tabloid, but I mean, what they said in the story is not untrue. Okay. And, um, they sort of lay it out as, you know, these, these animals are in Canada and they're not going to stay there. They're going to end up in the United States and, and cause all kinds of problems. And you know what? They will. They spread like wildfire. Okay. We've got Ryan. Ryan, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Hey, Jay. So let's just go through some of these things in the story, which you were a part of, I should say. You're quoted in the piece. Um, crossbred super pigs. It's pretty accurate, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. There's no joke there. They are, uh, you know, wild boar are successful as it is, but when you add in that domestic pig that we bred for hundreds of years to be highly productive and, and do really well on a farm, that helps make these wild boar so much more successful. And they're bigger animals. And of course, we know that surviving in the cold, being big is a really huge advantage to that. And uh, this higher reproduction makes a big difference, too. That's one of the main drivers of these things and why they're so successful is, you know, our our elk, our deer, our moose are having one, two, maybe three young per year. These things are having 12 on average. Jeez, okay. And, and this is literally a story of us having created a monster, right? Like, we took the domesticated pigs, we crossbred them, made them bigger, made them, you know, all these, and then either let them loose or let them escape, right? This is a man-made problem. Very much so, yeah. There are no native pigs to Canada, and this is a short story, a relatively short story as well, is that it was only in the 1980s when these uh, wild boar were brought over from Europe to be raised on farms for meat and also to create uh, inside fence hunting opportunities. And experts at that time said, yeah, if you want a much more successful animal, then crossbreed it. And they did. And then animals, as you said, they escaped. And then even worse, the market really collapsed in 2001 in Canada. The, the idea that they were going to be selling all over the world, and it just never took off. And when that collapsed, you could barely give them away. And people cut the fence and let hundreds upon hundreds of animals go. Um, and then they also had some free-ranging domestic pigs as well. And so some of that crossbreeding occurred in the wild as well, but a lot of it occurred on farms right. inside the yeah. 
Yeah, intentionally. And, you know, we've talked before, they're extremely well established in Canada. We're talking, you know, Saskatchewan, we've talked about Alberta, we've talked about, and they continue to spread. I mean, we've talked about, I think it was you who said, hey, if Edmonton doesn't wake up and pay attention here, they're going to be in the city fairly soon if they aren't already. Uh, I know Elk Island. I, I know people in Ardrossan that have seen them, which is about 10 minutes east of Edmonton. So when the United States says, hey, they're going to end up crossing the border into the U.S. if they haven't already, they're not making that up either. This is That's what happens with this species. It just spreads like wildfire, right? That's exactly right. That's exactly what we expect. It's it's shocking and it's frustrating. It's a challenge, but it should not be surprising. That's exactly what they do everywhere they've been. I mean, they're in every continent on the planet except Antarctica, and everywhere they're distributed, they do the exact same thing. You gave one of the all-time great quotes uh, that I've ever heard in, in, in this piece in the Post. If people are just joining us, uh, Ryan says, the only people <laughs> that should be worried about this is anyone that lives in North America and eats meat or vegetables or eats any foods based on grain crops or spends any time outside for any reason. So essentially, we should all be worried about this. Absolutely. It affects all of us, for sure. And, and you know, even people that are, you mentioned Edmonton, uh, you know, even people living in cities who think they're safe from this, uh, pigs do become established in cities. You go to a city like Berlin, for example, and there's huge populations, or in the southern U.S., there are large numbers of pigs living in cities and they tear up gardens and rip up prized rose bushes and and they tear apart people's lawns as well and they do tremendous destruction so it is a really big concern across the board i can see that the destruction in the city what about in the wild areas i mean who cares they're they're out there running around what what do they do why is it such a concern to have them running around you know is it the same are they just destructive is that the issue here well, you know, let's be clear. These are the worst invasive large mammal on the planet. If you say, Ryan, what could we do? What could we have worse? I say nothing. <laughs> this is really? as it gets. Yeah, they, they rip up. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory... Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Nope, we, we lost. I didn't do a thing, Sarah. I think he's probably having a problem with, like he's calling you back. We'll, we'll get him on in a second. Um, you know, that, that, as Ryan said, that's, they're pretty well documented. They're well established. A bunch of you on the text line talking about how they are already in the States, of course. Yeah. And there's, they're well documented as being a major issue in Texas, right? And I think you can actually do like organized hunts. You can pay. There's outfitters that'll take you out hunting wild pigs, uh, in Texas. They're definitely, um, in different places. Uh, what I want to talk to Ryan about if we get him back is what we do about it. Uh, that's the issue. Like, he said you would think you would hope i i would expect that one of the issues would be you know it's, it was it was like minus 40 in december don't think that has an impact though let's check with ryan ryan uh glad you're back um in terms of dealing yep. with them eradicating them getting rid of them i thought the cold would have played to our benefit but you're saying no like most wild animals they can survive just fine right 
Well, exactly. And, you know, keep in mind, these originate from Siberia, so we shouldn't be shocked. They're, okay. they're covered with very thick, heavy coats of fur. And again, that huge body size, the bigger you are, the better you're going to survive in the cold. And so we bred that into them. And they're also really smart. They tunnel into the snow and they sleep under the snow. And indeed, that's one of the ways we actually find them. If you can get a pilot that will fly you at crack of dawn and, the, you know, minus 40 day, you fly around and the best way to spot them is actually see steam pouring out of these snow caves uh, because, you know, you get 12, 14 pigs jammed in there. That's a huge volume of animals, and it's probably right around zero. And, and the heat and steam coming from them is just pouring out. So wow. they do very well in the winter. They don't uh, struggle at all. No problem. Okay, so we need to figure out what we're going to do, and I know you've said it should be job one to eradicate these. Um, Alberta has started a bounty program. It lasts for about another month. End of March, I think, is when it expires, maybe end of April. Hunters get $75 per pair of ears that they bring in. Is that a good idea? Will that help or will that hurt? I've heard both arguments. Yeah, it'll hurt. I, I, well, in fact, it's, it's not really going to affect anything because I, I don't think there's actually anybody's actually been paid for that bounty program. Um, you know, I think it's an interesting notion, but I think that certainly hope that program doesn't continue because we know that sport hunting actually breaks up groups and spreads them out. Sport hunter success with pigs is very, very low, probably less than 10% in Western Canada. And so what we need are, you know, government-led programs where they use, for example, in Alberta, they really effectively use traps and they capture the entire sounder group in one shot. That trap drops and you get all 14 at once. And so that's a real success story. And so that trapping is great. Um, you know, Judas pigs are another where we, and we've shown this in Saskatchewan, where you capture an animal, put a GPS satellite collar, and then it can go anywhere you want and you can track it. And that is really effective way to find pigs. And you can remove that group and let that collared animal go on and find more animals again and again. And so we have some really effective techniques, but sport hunting is unfortunately not one of them. Can we catch up, Ryan, I guess is the question. I mean, like you say, they're well-established in many, many parts of the province, in Saskatchewan as well. Um, can, we, we see what goes on in the States, and you say, like, like you mentioned, it's all around the world. Can you actually solve the problem once they've become established like this? Well, I think there was a window where we could have gotten in front of that. I think, you know, eight to ten years ago, I think we had every opportunity in the world. And one of the rules with invasive species, arguably the most important rule, is uh, rapid detection and then an immediate and very aggressive response. And that's true for cancer. That's true for, you know, forest fires are all the same mentality. And unfortunately, in Canada, we didn't really do that on the prairies. And so... Uh, wild pigs are here to stay on the prairies. Unfortunately, that's the bad news. The good news is we can manage that. There are large areas. You know, you think of everything south of Calgary, for example, Alberta. There's every reason to think that area could be managed to stay pig-free. Um, we can contain those areas where they're well-established and reduce them. And so I think my strong recommendation is zoning. Identify areas where you're managing that population. You're not going to get rid of it, but you're going to reduce and control. And then in other areas, say, you know, no pigs allowed. We detect anyone, and we don't stop until those animals are removed. That would be my number one recommendation. Yeah, and ramp it up all hands on deck. Ryan, great conversation as always. Thank you so much.